Today, I want to share with you my postpartum journey as a mom of four and how I successfully have sustained 30 pounds down without crazy restrictive dieting, excessive workouts. It has been my most sustainable workout postpartum, and I want to be here to help you walk through in hopes that if you're kind of feeling the same way postpartum this time, or just feeling like your energy super low, you are struggling to feel like yourself, this is going to be for you. If you want like the kind of go-to guide with this, I actually made a free guide called Five Fat Loss Myths That Are Keeping You Burnout inconsistent and holding on to baby weight. So if you want those free, just go ahead and comment the word myths on any of my Instagram posts and I will send that over to you totally free. And it also includes my three high energy habits to help you start feeling amazing and they don't even require exercise. So let's dig into it. So I'm a postpartum mom of four and my first three pregnancies, I would say were pretty textbook. I, um, you know, I had the baby and, you know, I would say within a year postpartum, I was mostly feeling like myself. Um, now I do think I took on a lot more traditional methods. I was, um, you know, I tried every diet there is known to mankind. I, um, was, you know, just doing a lot more intense workouts to kind of get the results that I wanted. And then when I hit my fourth baby, I was homeschooling. We moved to a new place. I've got or, you know, three kids running around now. And that was definitely my hardest postpartum journey. I was more tired. I felt like my hormones were more out of whack. And, you know, usually I thought, well, as long as I'm just like mostly eating good foods and I'm taking it, you know, I'm moving my body, like it's just going to kind of happen, right? Well, I got like six or seven months postpartum and I was as heavy as I was when I was pregnant with my daughter. And now I want to kind of preface this to say that this conversation that we're going to dive into, I am not meaning to be triggering in any way. If you are kind of in a space where, you know, the talk about numbers or whatever is triggering to you, this might not be the right episode for you to listen to. I'm simply bringing numbers, matter of fact, just as if it were talking about numbers in my business and more data driven. Um, I've definitely been in a space where I've struggled with, you know, a lot of body dysmorphia and things. So if you're feeling that this episode might not be the episode for you. However, um, I just want to bring the real numbers because I know that there are real women out here who have had the babies who are X amount of numbs postpartum and you're just still feeling low energy. You're feeling like you can't find that consistent routine at all. And I'm speaking to you specifically. So I am seven months postpartum. I am as heavy as I was, um, nine months pregnant with my daughter and I kind of hit this space of, okay, I got to figure this out. And so I want to figure out how to do this in a way where I'm, I'm not extreme. I don't have the energy to be extreme. Um, I, I want to be a present mom. I don't want to be cranky. And so what does it look like for me to do this sustainably? And so, um, a couple of just like simple habits I picked up that really helped that felt doable to me. The first one was just steps. And steps some days look like walking with the kids. Steps some days look like, you know what, I really actually feel like a nice, easy run would be awesome. Um, but it was more focused on like, I'm not going to kill myself. The goal was at the end of whatever movement I do, I want to feel good. I've got kids to homeschool. I have a business to run. I have, you know, mom stuff that I need to do. And so I cannot let this deplete me so that I'm tired all day. Um, so, so it needs to be that. And so when I simply started focusing on my steps, now I did also strength train. I was about, I would say three days a week. Most of my strength training though at the time was about 20 minutes. So I would say, 
I average no more than a 30 minute walk or run every day and then no more than 20 minutes of strength training a couple times a week. So all of this is, is really under an hour a day. I'd say we could probably average it out to about 45 minutes. Um, in fact, actually it was 45 minutes because there was a season in there where I was doing 75 hard mom style, which I'll talk about here in a little bit. And I started to just like slowly chip away and feel good. I, at the, at the same time, I can't even say that I was, um, like calorie counting. I did end up using an app called Noom and, you know, people can take or leave that app for, for what it is that like the psychology behind it. Some people love it. Some people don't. But the thing that I did like is it never said that a food was bad. It was like, hey, let's focus on more of these types of foods. Let's eat these foods in moderation. We're not gonna track. We're just gonna kind of like have a rough idea of how this goes. And I actually started seeing results just by like focusing on higher protein foods by increasing my step count and by strength training a few times a week. That was kind of working consistently for me. And after I got, I think I was almost a year postpartum, I kind of got to that point where I wanted to like challenge myself a little bit. And that is when I tried 75 hard. Now, again, <laughs> those of you who kind of have those masculine tendencies, it could be easy to be like, I'm going to do crazy hard workouts twice a day. Cause that's one of the requirements. And that was the thing I was probably most nervous about. But my thought was, what if instead I did, you know, 45 minute strength session in the morning. Um, I was actually race training at the time, but again, if you, if you run and you know how to run the right way, you're easy running and your heart rate is not going over 140. This is just like easy miles. Um, I did have a few interval workouts in there, but it all felt sustainable. And I said, okay, so those workouts in the morning are going to be a little bit more to my challenge, but again, I'm only really challenging myself two or three days a week. And then in the afternoon, I'm just going to go for a walk. I, we had like a little cul-de-sac in our loop and I would just walk. Sometimes it was during nap time. Sometimes it was like after I had prepped dinner and usually I was wearing a child and usually I had a kid on a bike next to me. So it wasn't anything fancy. Um, the, the food requirement for 75 hard that I did, I just cut out like sweets essentially. Um, cause they say, you know, no chocolate chips, but other than that, I wasn't like restricting food. Um, and in that 75 days I dropped 13 pounds and I was like, wow, I feel great. Um, I do remember towards the end, I was getting a little bit sick. And so two, even two gentle movements a day felt a little bit much, but I thought, man, there's, there's something to this. Like I'm not, I'm not being obsessive. I'm not being crazy. I'm focused on real food and I'm focusing on movement and, um, it's working. And so, um, I basically sustained that for about a year, um, which would bring me to last Christmas. There might've been a little bit of fluctuation up in there. Um, but, but it kind of brought me to a place last Christmas where I was like, kind of wanted to recommit to that lifestyle again. Um, I had been walking a lot during the year. Um, strength training was hit or miss just with a foot injury that I was dealing with. And so, um, really last year in the fall, I was like, okay, we're going to get back to that. Just like 30 minutes walking, running, whatever kind of feels right for my body. And then, you know, we're going to strength train three times a week. And I sustained that through the fall. And interestingly, I came into this new year and I, um, 
I just buy like and again and, and during Christmas I had plenty of Christmas cookies. We were having time with family. That's when I got back into sourdough making again. So I'm I'm not gonna say my nutrition was perfect. However, the one thing that I did make sure to really be on track with my nutrition through the fall was protein. I said every single one of my meals, I'm going to make it a goal to have like almost a palm size amount of protein. That's I actually tried animal based back in the fall. I felt really energized, I felt like my inflammation went away, and I thought, okay. Like everything else kinds of falls into place as long as you know that you've got that protein that makes you feel full. I'm getting bioavailable nutrients. I'm like essentially getting everything I could get in a multivitamin just by focusing on animal based. And like, I, you know, I do have an, an understanding of nutrition. So, like, I know that like the rest of the good stuff is going to fall into place, right? And so, through the fall, protein focus, my daily walk or run, 30 minutes or less, strength training about three times a week on average. Um, through the fall and into the new year, again, holidays, sourdough making, enjoying my favorite foods, I lost another five pounds. And so you can see in there, like there was the 13 from 75 hard. I did a phase one, which was another five, sustained that for a while, five pounds at Christmas. And I have successfully sustained that now. My daughter is three. And so we have just kind of been on this journey of kind of like slow and steady wins the race over, um, this postpartum period. And I feel really good. Um, I've been, you know, kind of into the new year, same kind of mentality, walking or running strength training a few times a week. Um, I am definitely prioritizing my sleep. I make sure to get eight hours of sleep every single night. Ideally, the phone is off, you know, and put away really after dinner time. And I have really felt awesome. And so I just kind of think about some of the things that I used to think. In fact, I have my little guide up here. Um, you know, just some of the myths that we believe um, that we have to do to achieve some sort of result. If you want me to send them over to you, simply just comment the word myths. Um, but things like you needed to cut out entire food groups. You have to do hit. You know, you you have to calorie count. You have to macro count. You have to get to the gym. You have to skip meals. Any of those have tos are going to put us in a space where mentally um we're just feeling like a victim we're not excited about what we're doing and so I wanted to come into this season postpartum and really think about what are the foods that I love what are the ways to move my body that I love do I love to do it inside or outside do I love to do it out and about in nature or in my garage and really thinking about what are the things I love to do. In fact, I kind of summed it up with this one question anytime that I implemented a new habit in my wellness it was could I sustain this forever? Like, is this something that I could do for the rest of my life? If the answer is yes, let's put it in the routine. Let's give it a try. Let's see if it's going to work. If the answer is no, like I know it's some form that this is going to be extreme. It was not allowed to be in my schedule and it has been the most sustainable thing for me. I've also had a high focus because there was a little stint here back in this summer where I was feeling off hormonally more from just like general work life stress. And there were three things that I really focused on and I called it my high energy habits. I optimized my rest. So that was my eight hours of sleep. I reduced my stress and I had a heavy focus again on protein and minerals. And I went from napping every single day to I, I, I nap like on Sundays because you know, Sunday, you should take a nap <laughs> for me. Um, and it's just been really, really awesome. And so what I want to do is I, I basically took all those things that were very helpful to me. Some of those myths that I overcame this postpartum journey, more details about some of those high energy habits that you can always come back to as a foundation. Cause the reality is, it's like, we're on a journey friends. We're going to be have times where we're crushing it with our health and wellness. And we're going to have times where it's just, you know, it's, it's out of whack and it's okay. Or we put other people's needs before our own. That's just part of being a mom. It's part of having little people crawling on your legs all the time. It's okay. If 
that's where you've been. Uh, but these are kind of like three anchoring habits that if I focus on those before I'm even worried about like exercise, I feel so much better and I feel excited to go on a walk or I feel excited to strength train again, or I just feel like I'm the best version of myself. So I included those all in this um, fat loss myths guide. It is totally free. Um, if you want me to send it over to you, simply comment the word myths and the link will send right over to your inbox. You can read them. You can kind of have a mental reframe around if there's any of these that you're holding on to right now. It's got the practical tips with those high energy habits, literally things you can implement right now that are going to help you feel better in a couple weeks or sooner. Um, and then there's also some more energy um, information on there, how, how you can boost your energy and burn fat. So I hope this was super helpful super helpful for you today. Um, if you're in a space where you are postpartum and you're just not feeling yourself and you um, want to move in a way that feels good and you want to eat in a way where you feel energized, I definitely encourage you to download this guide. It's got all of my tips and tricks as a mo postpartum mama for who also, you know, runs a business. And so I hope this is a lot of help for you, friends. So comment below if any of this resonated with you. And I can't wait to hear the things that you implement into your life so you can feel like the best version of yourself.